Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey everybody, our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all of the latest sports developments, including updated odds on the NBA playoffs, fights, and even next season's futures. And don't forget that the MLB, it's back, baby. Who are you picking to win the World Series? Better say Dodgers. Bet Online is your continued source for all your sports wagering needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino and poker games. Super easy, man. Get started. So just head on over to the website today. Use your mobile device to join and use our promo code BLEAV. That's BLEAV to receive your fifth D. That's five zero percent welcome bonus on your first deposit bet online where the game starts thank you so much bet online for bringing this podcast to the people hi and welcome to <clears throat> take that again hi and welcome to great news i don't know why my voice does it i might cha- i may go through a body change here in a few minutes Welcome to Great News. This is where we focus on stories of people who restore your faith in humanity. There are actually loving people doing loving things all the time, and we're not aware of it. So we try to bring you as many of those stories as we can. And if you like this uh, podcast, please subscribe and let your friends know about it. And uh, Mike usually will start us off with an intro. Now, I'm not positive if this is too hard, but I would like to, and God rest his soul, and I forgot his name, I would like for you to do the guy that does Humpty Dance. Oh, yeah, Shock G. Shock G. Excellent man, by the way. He used to come into Loveline. Did he? Dr. Drew loved Shock G. He was a a really nice guy. Uh, By the way, um, you can all thank Shock G for discovering one Tupac Shakur. Is that right? Tupac's first verse ever was on Same Song by the Digital Underground, and he was a like a backup dancer, tour dancer for Digital Underground, and he was always saying he wanted to be a rapper, and Shock G was the one who kind of, like, cultivated. Wow, I did not know that. All right, all right, stop what you're doing. <clears throat> all right, it's an intro. You know, it's an intro. I got a big nose. It's an intro. To say hello to the happy goodbye to the blues, because Kevin and Mike, they're here to do the great news. Very nice. Thank you. All right. My first story is incredible. It's incredible when you see what medicine, what advances there are in medicine that are incredible. And this is a boy who's 12 years old, whose life is um, living in a wheelchair. That's his life because he has cerebral palsy. And his name, the, the name of the company is Marcy Bionics. And they designed a kit for this kid for the first time. His name is Jorge Alejo, and he's 12 years old. And he's greeted with applause as he walks into a room where his friends were waiting with an exoskeleton. (gasps) Oh, my God. So his biggest ambition in life is to stand up and walk to his roommates and play with them. And to do so... He was placed into a state-of-the-art exoskeleton that has changed his life over the last two years and which could offer millions of children's uh, previously unthinkable degree of movement. It actually 
surrounds his body, reacts to his body and helps him with the parts of life that he can't do. Oh my God. Isn't that unbelievable? The uh, name of the company again is Marsai Bionics and they designed the exoskeleton uh, to be the only pediatric exoskeleton in the world that allows a child to move around freely. That is that you, the word unbelievable. Yeah. It's thrown around now to the point that we don't even that literally I'm having a hard time wrapping my head around that, that being a real story. That is and so monumentally amazing. And imagine this kid who's lived 12 years, all of them in a wheelchair. So that's his life. That's just that's his life. Uh-huh. He's used to it. Imagine how mind-blowing it must be for him to be able to stand up and walk into a class of his friends and play with them, which he has always wanted to do. That's a crazy medical breakthrough that I just love. That is. And God bless everyone involved in that type of cutting-edge science because that is just, geez, you know. It changes lives. The, the the only problem with that story for me personally, I'm not saying this is there's anything negative about it, is I read too many sci-fi, classic sci-fi books and stuff. And, and right. I'm already seeing how like they're <laughs> making the mech super soldier and the right. world's going to end with, by a bunch of like android robots just destroying everything. Right. But that's your ridiculous imagination. Yeah. This is reality. And it's a kid for the first time getting up and walking into a class and playing with his friends. God damn it, Kevin. Here's what <laughs> That's so beautiful and so amazing in every way that I really – I can't believe I'm following it up with this story, although it is absolutely great news. I'm not trying to shoehorn in something. It's so funny. Right. And it's so effective that it is – it will uplift anyone who watches this. And now normally I have a real problem with the people who they, – they label it a prank and they put it online and it's really just you ruining people's day. Right. Yes. I, I hate that, you know, like the, the, spilling stuff on people or like uh, any type of like violent touch or, you know, like and, and the people are like, ha ha, watch me do the tripping old man. I, I hate that. Right. Stuff. right. This is in the classic of, of Buster Keaton or uh, Sasha Baron Cohen or Jackass. This is a perfectly um, executed where no one's negatively affected in the long run. But a lot of so setup, a lot of setup for this. Yes. You ever get on a subway in no. New York and it's just, there's just nowhere to sit. Yeah. And you're thinking, I mean, I wish there was some way without yelling fire or something that I could just get people to move. I could have that I, car to myself. It really and you, my, car to yourself. You want everyone out? Watch this. Now watch if we could watch this again. That's watch. genius. Lady number one sprints like Usain Bolt out the door. This is well. Listen, one. every single one of the people on this train. <laughs> Gone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised the guy in the rain jacket didn't just stay. 
if you're a New Yorker for any amount of time, you've probably had urine or other body fluids around you so much that you're like, ooh, this is real. That's what I was going to say is that all of those people are used to that happening for real. Yeah. So they need to get the hell out. Oh, that's hilarious. Thank you. That is hilarious. Especially, I shouldn't say that, especially now with COVID. Um, there's a 12-year-old who's raising money for Ukraine. Wait, can I pause? What? Can I pause for a second? Yeah. This is why you're the best. Why? You're the best broadcaster in the history of the medium. Why? Because as you've done for as long as I've known you, for 20 years of, of broadcasting with or alongside you, you followed up. No, I shouldn't say that with just saying it. <laughs> <laughs> sort with, of like, un- without hesitating either. Sort of under my breath. <laughs> you know what it is? It's a, <laughs> it's a disclaimer. It's a disclaimer that I know this is bad, but I'm going to say it anyway. <sighs> 12 year old kid is raising money for Ukraine. His name is Gabriel Clark. And he found a way to combine his woodworking skills with his sense of philanthropy. Watch this story of the 12 year old uh, who lives in England making a bowl and how that just not a bowl to smoke, Mike, a bowl, actual bowl, um, how he turns this into help for refugees in Ukraine. Oh, I really enjoyed doing it when I was quite young. My parents would buy me bits of balsa wood and my mum gave me her grandpa's hammer and some nails. And I would just create these little sort of sculptures out of balsa wood. And I started to really love the textures of wood and just how simply easy it was to create something magical. Gabriel's dad sent out a tweet to get his son more followers on Instagram. Within a few hours, everything changed. I think it was 16 followers before my dad's tweeted. And now I'm on, I think, 227k? My goodness me. I've come home from school and I'll just see like 10,000 more people. Uh, commenting on my work and going, wow, this is great, well done. It's just, it's been really warming to me. It's really meant a lot, actually. This is the ball for Ukraine. This is the one I'm going to um, set for a raffle. And now he's using the platform to raise money for the children of Ukraine. Gabriel's wooden bowl is going up for auction. But it's got some blue and yellow bands to represent the Ukrainian flag. I'm really sort of starting to realise that I could do something to really help and it's going to settle me down a little bit inside, I hope. And how much money do you hope to raise? I mean, I'm going to aim high, but I'm hoping to raise five grand as, like, (laughs) yeah, as a goal. And already he's smashed that original target, raising more than £60,000 so far. Isn't that insane? Yeah, and he's really good. Now he's up to three hundred and twenty-five thousand uh, dollars. And what they did, what they didn't tell you during the story is the the reason he started making these bowls is because he wanted to sell them so he could get a bicycle. He wanted a bicycle for himself. Oh man! And then along the way, he saw what was happening in Ukraine, and he said, "I need to help the kids there," and started auctioning them off, and has now raised three hundred and twenty-five thousand dollars to help children in Ukraine just by doing what he could in 
his house with his hands. And he's not going out and doing any grand gesture. He's just doing what he can. No, he found he found his special ability to contribute. And that's um, and at, at such a young age, not only is he incredibly talented with his woodworking, but just so poised and. Yep. And, you know, pleasant to listen to. It's a, I, I, my bravo, man, that you got me with that one. Mike and I marvel over anybody under 20 that has done anything. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> just because of who we were, I'm still pushing into my 40s and am not able to do good of it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> You'll get there, man. You'll get there. Thanks. You just have to believe. Thanks, brother. Yeah. Um, this next story, Kevin, I know I, I've been I've been peppering you with like the sillier stuff, which is, you know, valid. Which I love. But uh, this next one is like real just I I cried pulling the clip. I'm probably going to cry right now. Um, I, I don't I think that any type of um, dementia or deterioration of your intellectual faculties as you age is just so devastatingly hurtful, not only obviously to the people it's happening to. I mean, imagine what it must be like to be, still be alive. And not recognize your children sitting yeah. in the same room and then and then have the intermittent flashbacks of, of coming to lucidity. And then also, I, by the point. way, I've seen that happen um, in waves. So yeah. it'll happen and he won't know my name and then it'll happen and he will know my name and then he yeah. won't and then he will. Like it happened. It doesn't just all go at once. It's a painful process. And uh, and then obviously, uh, you know, you can speak to it firsthand, the, the pain of being a loved one who's trying to share the what could be the last remaining moments with someone that you care about and they don't even know that you're there. It's a, it's just so incredibly hard so that when I see a clip like this where there's that glimmer of love and hope that shines through, um, it, I, I just find it incredibly beautiful. So check this out. So check this out. Come in. Hi. Hi. How are you? How are you? I'm fine. You are fine? Yes. It's his 90th birthday. Do you recognize me? Do you know who I am? Joey. You're my Joey. Yes. Hi. How are you? <laughs> I love you, my Joey. <laughs> okay, Joey. Good. I'm going to be 90 years old. <laughs> That's why I'm here. Yeah, good. That's why I'm here. For your birthday. Yeah. You're going to have a nice birthday cake. Wow. Wow. It's so it's almost like science, science fiction where when he walked in, it could have been – and she was like, hey, how you doing? And then he just passed one little thin layer where she was like, oh – it's you, you know, it was yeah. so crazy. Yeah. I have a story somewhat like that about my dad that I've never told. He was um, on his deathbed and he they expected him to pass any time. And he had been out in a coma for, I don't know, three weeks or oh something like that. And he looked pretty bad. So we didn't want the kids to come in and see him that way. So we sort of tried to dress him up and make him look good so the kids could just come in and say hi. And 
when the kids walked into the room, he woke up. Oh my God. And he smiled and he shook all their hands and they left. And then shortly thereafter, he passed away. That is what it was one of the most miraculous things I've ever seen. That's remarkable. Yeah. So when you have something like that, where this guy, now you're my son and I love you. That's so beautiful. Wow. Thank you for telling that story. That's unbelievable. And it's, yeah. it's start, honestly, it's stories like that where I go, I, I always kind of uh, rolled my eyes at like the more, you know, hippie, supernatural energy of the universe type stuff. But it's stories like that where you go, you know what, There, I don't know what it is, but there's something out there that we can't see, feel, touch that just, that that is well, kind of binding us. I can tell you that my dad was very religious and believed in God, and I 100% believe, and even, even with that, yeah. how did he, was, did he nudge him awake? Like, what? How does from that purely, work? From a purely objective scientific standpoint, that's, that's almost impossible. I mean, yeah. it's like practically impossible, you know? So that's, yeah, it was, wow. it was really amazing. Um, my, my final story is a marketing agency that had to pivot to help local nonprofits um, after losing work to COVID-19. There there's a million stories about businesses going under because of COVID-19. Extra Special People is the name of it. It's a nonprofit that serves families with disabilities um, needing to figure out how to safely host its annual summer camp that provides care to 300 people and their families during the pandemic. So the nonprofit, which provides free legal services and social support to people experiencing intimate partner abuse, as well as landlord tenant issues, needed to recruit more attorneys to keep up with an increasing debt load. And they basically just said, because of COVID, we're not going to get paid for our work. So let's turn and do something for other people. And we'll provide free legal advice and we'll provide safe ways for them to interact with each other. And we're going to serve our community. And there may be a day when we make money. There may be not. But we're going to turn and do something for good, which I thought was really amazing. Yeah, again, a beautiful story. And I, you know what? It sounds kind of trite. But I hope when God bless them that they get back on their feet and they get to a place where they're you know get, making capital again, that everyone collectively just – supports the heck out of that company because yeah. that is so freaking amazing the company is uh extra special people which is pretty accurate fitting name fitting name all right kevin well that's a, another great story here is another i think really kind of amazing story and it involves the rescue of a helpless animal and a lot of times when we highlight these stories here on great news it's typically um in North America, so you see a deer, a uh, you know deer on the ice, a dog captured somewhere, or um, you know a lot of like there's these wilder animals that get put in precarious situations. This is a sixty ton, six zero ton whale. I was gonna say I don't even know what animals weigh sixty tons. A sixty ton whale that was beached somewhere in Japan or Okinawa, in that part of the world. And people worked tirelessly in huge teams to get it back to health and get it back in the ocean. Check it out. Throwing water on it so it can continue breathing. 
So wow, that's unbelievable. Without it, their help, that animal dies. It's unbelievable from the the standpoint of just the love and kindness of doing it. It's also unbelievable from the logistics of them. Yes. Like, you know, if you have like a like an elderly person or, or a person who's uh, been injured to get them onto a stretch, roll them onto a stretcher is really hard. Yep. And that's a hundred and fifty to two hundred pound thing. They did that with the sixty tons. You understand how huge? I mean, do you freaking understand how big that is? Isn't a car roughly a ton? A, ton? a car's a ton. You know, unless yeah. it, a really big car. You know, a really like the old Tahoes were yeah, two tons, but that's maybe two a tons. Ma- yeah. Massive car. You know, sixty. Yeah, I'm sure they started with all right. Listen, push. And then they yeah. quickly realized, no, this is this is a mountain. We're gonna take another another. Some turn. guy like kicked it. He's like, "Come on, get going." Let's, <laughs> and then, but then they. So what happened was they they rolled it onto like a like a stretch. I mean, with hundreds of people, got it to somehow roll onto a big tarp that they then connected to a, a giant powerful lift that they put on then on like almost like a flatbed boat, sailed wow. the thing out to the ocean, and then then they plopped it over. And it's fine. Wow. Wow, that's beautiful. I love that. And I like that so many people had to come together to make that happen. That's great. I agree. That's great news. If you like this podcast, you uh, please subscribe and let your friends know about it. The people you have in your life that you know could help, uh, you know, help for, with this kind of information, let them know that it exists. And we appreciate that. Mike, I would like you to do one that you made me guess with a few weeks ago, and that's Tom Waits. Tom Waits. <clears throat> It's an intro Yeah, baby It's an outro It is an outro It was all for love Say hello to the happy goodbye to the blues Kevin and Mike They're giving you great news Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.